0: Welcome back to the poem the parsha the podcast. We've on a been on a bit of a break, Adrian. We have summer vacation flew by, didn't it? It is and here we are on the precipice of the high holiday season.
1: The precipice of the high holiday season, the first days of school, the last days of the of the the summer, of the summer and of the musachet For Daf Yomi, like there's, we are on the edge of so many things today.
0: It is so true. We are in a liminal moment. It is the first day of school, the last day of August, the penultimate day for Daf Yomi of Sukkah. Yeah, and we are entering into the last few parshiot of Devarim. Yes. However, we have made executive decision about today's podcast. It's true. Today's podcast
1: is the High Holiday Edition, and we have a special poem curated, curated and waiting in the wings for months um, that I feel is a really special and unique poem that speaks so clearly to our actual liturgy.
0: And it was really remarkable when we found it. There it was. It presented in January of 2019 in the New York Times Magazine. Mm -hmm. And it was about uh, the New Year, the secular New Year. Mm -hmm. Yet, it speaks to us in a very special way to our Ashkenazic Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur liturgy.
1: Truly, truly. I mean, the language is pulled directly from... The text itself. It, I mean, it's uncanny. Makes you wonder. It's true. This is this poem is called "One Way Gate" by Jenny George. Jenny George is a um, a poet published with Copper Canyon Press, uh, which is a favorite, a personal favorite, and um, she is a uh, she works in philanthropy in um, New Mexico. So this is "One Way Gate" by Jenny George. I was moving the herd from the lower pasture to the loading pen up by the road. It was cold and their mouths steamed like torn bread. The gate swung on its wheel, knocking at the herd as they pushed through. They stomped and pocked the freezing mud with their hooves. This was January. I faced backward into a hard year. The herd faced forward as the herd always does, muscling through the lit pane of winter air. It could have been any gate, any moment when things go one way and not the other, an act of tenderness or a small cruel thing done with a pocket knife, a child being born, or the way we move from sleeping to dreams as a river flows uneasy under ice. Of course, nothing can ever be returned to exactly. In the pen, the herd nosed the fence, and I forked them hay. A few dry snowflakes swirled in the air. The truck would be there in an hour, hey, good girl, go on, get on, girl.
0: And if you've listened carefully, we are sure it was not lost on you that this, in such an uncanny way, Mm -hmm. um, printed on January 4th, 2019, Jenny George reflecting on the year. And this is such an important part. It's a very moving section of our liturgy in the Ashkenazic, Mahzor Unisanet Tokev Hayom, and it is one where no matter what congregation you're in, it is a centerpiece for Chazanut for the cantor, and there are many tears in the room, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you feel like we it, it makes us feel like we are appearing before God before mm-hmm. the tribunal, and the stanza that repeats kevakarat roe edro like a shepherd pasturing his flock making sheep pass under his staff "Ma'avir maavirzono tachatchivto and we are like those sheep we are that flock god is causing us to pass through and of course this liturgical beautiful liturgical piyud poem has its source in the mishnah mhm Um, which says four times of the year the world is judged. And on Pesach, on Shavuot, Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot, but specifically Rosh Hashanah, all creatures pass before God like sheep, B'nai Maron. And there you have it, folks. How did Jenny George know?
1: I I don't know. And then I look at... So I think, so like we can, we can even like widen the lens a little bit. We've got, we've got the the cattle moving through the gate, and it says, um, it could have been any gate, any moment when things go one way and not the other. It's this sort of, it's that moment of precipice, right? Are we? Is it this or is it that? We are passing under the gaze of God, and it's it's a heavy, heavy moment, an act of tenderness. Or a small, cruel thing done with a pocket knife. Oh. that
0: That's... Like, I cringe when I oh, read that line. Because, you know, uh, Jenny George is discussing farming and livestock, yes. and, and those creatures are going in and out of gates, and she's trying to be tender, and it's a tender moment. You look at each one, and there's a lot of commentary on this idea that we are passing before God like sheep, and, you know, there's... Each one passes individually. God looks at each one of us individually. So there's the tenderness, but yet we're being judged, and yet the animals are being sent to be slaughtered. Yes. And it's a very heartbreaking moment here. Yes. And for some reason, this is a January poem. It's a poem about the year, and the line that really hit me is, I faced backward into the hard year. I mean...
1: Like, what can you even say? What, how do you even say anything? To, how do you speak to a line like that? I mean, how do you speak to the idea? I mean, frankly, it's sort of, it's so awing. awe as in like sort of fantastic and, and shocking and, and fantastical and frightening. That, that we are in a way backing into... Another very hard year.
0: It is this line here. Because, friends, you know, let's just say it out loud. This is our second Rosh Hashanah in COVIDity. It's true. It's true.
1: And we had such high hopes two, three months ago that things were going to be different. That we would not be living under this sort of... This these restrictions, these, these limitations
0: we thought we would have. You know, Adrian, it's not even just the restrictions and no. limitations. No, no, no. It's that those restrictions and limitations are signaling to us that people are suffering. People yes. are dying. People are sick. And we are still in this mire. We yes. are, yes. we are, we listen exactly. to the evening news, and we keep hearing words like surge and intensive cares, you know, yes. units are full. And we didn't think we'd be here. We thought we'd be in a better place. We had a fun summer. Yes. As it could be.
1: Yeah. And, and so now to sort of back into this new year, knowing that people are so sick, and so many people are so sick, and this virus has, is not done with us, is and, so, is so
0: hurt, painful. And, and now painful. layer onto this the image of God judging yes. each one of us. Yes. As we pass through that gate, and I'm going to bring us. Close your eyes, everyone. Bring yourself back to synagogue. As the chazan is singing that, there there are tears. We are feeling it mm-hmm. viscerally. We are being judged, and we, by the grace of God, go. I, you know, it always hits us. Me, you know, this is the same very same piyut that says, "Who is going to live and who's going to die? Who yes. by fire?" Um, uh, where is it who will die at the predestined time who by water who by fire who by sword who by beast who by famine who by thirst storm plague I'll stop right there
1: yeah I think I think that we are facing a reckoning we did not expect to face
0: and so we always look for a little bit of hope and yes. so I'm looking at the last paragraph mm-hmm. of course nothing can ever be returned to exactly you know, we cannot go back. We can't go back. And, you know, when you talk to kids, sometimes they naively say, and well, they should naively say, yes. when are things going to be back to normal?
1: There's, there's no, there is no back to We cannot return to January 2019.
0: We cannot return to January we 2019. Can't. My goodness. And so she writes, um, of course, nothing can ever be returned exactly. In the pen, the herd knows the fence, and I fork them hay.
1: I, I, I gave them sustenance.
0: I gave them, exactly. If few drive snowflake, snowflake swirled in the air, the truck would be there in an hour. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Oh, no. She's giving them, hey, they're warming up, but they're getting on a truck, in that truck. That's... And then she writes, hey, good girl, go on, get on, girl. Well, who, who's going on the truck? Mm.
1: Are they all going on the truck? Are they not all going on the
0: who truck? Who will live and who will die. Is,
1: right? Like, we here we are, standing at that moment, and it's, it's hard, it's hard to look, it is hard to look down that line. It is hard to look through that gate.
0: And so Rita Dove, who is the um, Pulitzer Prize winner and She's the former poet lauterate, she selects and has been selecting poems for the New York Times Magazine, mm-hmm. and she writes, entering the new year invariably invites introspection, yes, even when shuttling cattle to market. And... You know, isn't that exactly what we're doing here? We are all getting ready for the holidays. We're making our lists. We're preparing for, you know, everyday things have to occur. We have to shop. We have to cook. We have to set the table. We have to prepare. Yes. And I that always strikes me as so interesting around Rosh Hashanah, mm-hmm. that with one part of our brain, we're looking at honey cake recipes, and the other part of the brain, we're seriously thinking about, how could we do better next year?
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, that That... That moment, I think it is very hard to stop and think about that moment when we are so entrenched in the the minutia of day-to-day life. And whether that's around Rosh Hashanah itself or or just, you know, you got to look at the big picture just on the day-to-day basis, right? Like here we are facing a new season, a new year, a new academic year. And so it's like, rush, 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 get the thing, go to the, go to the market, go to the meeting, you know, order the pencils. But then like, we're looking, we've got a change of season happening. We've got a whole year in front of us to do the absolute best we can. I think as we go into that and as we look at this poem, we can look down the you know, we can look down the cattle chute, we can look down the year and and open oh, you know, widen the lens and say, Okay, yes, I need to go to the market, I need to buy the pomegranates, but also I need to step into this moment as if I'm stepping into the entire year,
0: as if I'm stepping oh. into the rest of my life. That is exactly what we're doing and it's we're on two different channels because one part of the brain is taking care of the pomegranates and the honey and the other part of the brain is having serious thoughts about the year yeah uh i face backward into the hard year and here's this interesting line or the way we move from sleeping to dreams Mm -hmm. so i think it's interesting what's the sleeping here are we um you know we also say wake up um Wake up! You know the shofar blows to wake it's up. A wake, it wakes it's us a, up. It waking it's so, up. We're the slumberer. We're yes. we have to be woken up, and so we have to move from sleeping to dreams. Now that's interesting, don't you move from wakefulness to dreams? So what does this mean, or the way we move from sleeping to dreams?
1: Don't dreams happen in a certain stage of sleep that is less restful than other stages? Oh no, of I think it's
0: sleep? the deep. I think it's the deeper sleep, the is REM. It,
1: is it is it the deeper sleep when dreaming happens, or is it not? I don't remember. But I should find out.
0: I yes, and it it is. Jenny says yes. Jenny, we're on first name basis. Yes, we're friends. She says, as a river flows uneasy under ice, and I'm reading the shipping news right now. <gasps> oh. I have. I confess, I never read it before. And Prue, and there's a lot of talk about ice yes. and the water under it yes. and the ponds and. So as a river flows uneasy under ice, so why does a river flow uneasy under ice?
1: Um, well, if you hearken back to our Pittsburgh childhoods, when the ice broke up on the rivers, often it flooded after. Ah, and so the I mean downtown Pittsburgh would flood, all of the river valleys would flood, and so the flood was dangerous and destruction and destructive, but also the flooding brings fertile river like rich river mud to the riverbanks
0: and this is so from sleeping to dreams. so you know sometimes it's better to sleep than to go into your dreams because the dreams can be very unsettling
1: yes and so
0: the rivers under the ice so the ice has this you look at it, it looks smooth yeah. But underneath there's a river. It's, and it's. And a dangerous river.
1: Yes, it is. It, rivers under ice are very high and very fast. And
0: who, who of us has not awoken from a dream horrified by what we saw? And I don't just mean a nightmare. I mean. No. I mean, the dream when we have let our mind obviously goes without any filter, it can sometimes be quite a frightening affair. Yes, and it, it doesn't need to
1: be scary. Like scary violent gory, it can be scary on like this deep haunting psychological level
0: revelation yes that, self scary
1: that is scary we are we are afraid of that we are afraid to look down the cattle chute at.
0: And, but but our poet tells us, I face backward into the hard year. Yes. And I think that at this time of the year, we are looking back at our hard year. And we are. We're, we're reflecting on it. And I think a piece of it should be gratitude that we are here. 100%. School has opened. Here we Synagogues are. Synagogues will be open. We are
1: healthy. As far, like, the people around us are healthy. The people we love are, God willing, healthy. So I think that we... We can take this moment of looking backwards into this hard year. And I think we can, we can live in that moment. And also, we can turn and look forward.
0: Amen. And so let's wish everyone a Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year. Shana Tova. Shana
0: Tova. Thank you for listening to us. Yes. Wonderful.
1: Next week, friends.
0: Take care.